This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The Otago Multiple Sclerosis Society is here to empower people with multiple sclerosis and uh, uh, associated diseases and of course their families as well by providing them with professional support, education and information to participate actively in the community in ways that are meaningful to them. It's important work of course and on MS Momentum, a regular programme here on ORFM Dunedin, uh, Valerie Wilson talks with guests uh, about the work of MS Otago and of course uh, other organisations who are working with uh, clients in the area. So uh, we thought we'd touch base with Valerie in this 40th year of community access media across the country. There are so many programs of all sorts and uh, programs such as MS Momentum uh, necessarily a focused and kind of niche program, I guess, uh, for particular members of our society. And that's what access media is all about. Uh, Valerie uh, Morena, lovely to have you with us. Thanks for coming Good in. Good morning. How are you? How are you going with your program? It's been a while now. I love it. It's so um, it's so good, and I get a ra- I email someone and say, "Would you mind being a radio star?" <laughs> and I get various um, responses. It's quite it, it just tickles me because pe- I've, because I feel like I've been doing it for so long, and people are so nervous. And it's like it's pre-recorded. It's okay. Doesn't matter if you make a you know say something wrong or get numbers wrong or anything. And our last guest was an audiologist, and she was really, really nervous. And we went over time. She just was like in the flow with her information. I sent it out as a podcast. Mm. So um, it's really, I find it really useful because it's not just people with MS that can listen, that listen, can listen to that and get information from it. Because we have audiologists and people from the RSA and. Um, neighbourhood support so things that aren't just all about MS because people with MS live with MS all the time so they don't always need to be reminded about it on a daily basis Yeah, so the programme is all about conversations Mm. right? and that's what makes it ultimately quite a lot easier for your guests and for those who aren't familiar with the radio environment it's not about about, uh, pressing people on on difficult issues that they're not ready to talk about it's about getting information out there in the community that's helpful and supportive yeah, we have to be. Like, I have to be quite careful in my role because it's not a political role. Mm. So um, I, I do write submissions on behalf of the client base and on behalf of MS Otago to the government for things like. And we had a, a fantastic one with Pharmac, um, which meant the medications are available to more people. So that that's been really exciting. That's quite a new change. So if people out there have got um, relapsing remitting and they think they possibly could be on the medications and they need to get hold of their neurologists because that change is quite new and the the, the dreaded walking test, um, there's more options for people that are walking to actually get back on medications if they've come off them or if they've had a gap of several years, they can look at coming back coming onto a medication because now they qualify. So that's that's the most exciting thing that's happened work-wise this year, I think. Right, so this is the kind of thing that, mm. you know, you, you, you're, that's information that you'll be pushing yep. out from him. So Tag, you'll be fielding calls about that kind of thing too. And as will GPs as well, I imagine. Yeah, and GPs are, are great, but they're, they're busy. So if anybody's got any questions, then they either um, possibly can ring me or can ring the neuro nurses because they're, they're at that... Uh, the um the busy end of it and they're very keen to get people on medications if possible so if if it's an option for someone to go on the medications it makes a difference to their long term long term physical outcomes well um and 
the quicker you get on the medication, the better the long-term outcomes for people. Do you have any idea of how many uh, families you have associations with in this region? Uh, 250. Wow. <laughs> so that's actually probably only about a third of people living with MS in Otago. Otago and Southland have um, high, a really high rate of MS because uh, they have done the studies and said that, yes, actually, latitude does matter. Um, and... So Canada, Scotland and New Zealand have the highest rates, but Otago and Southland within New Zealand have the, have the highest rates of recorded MS. And that, that can be down to a variety of things. Quite often I'll meet people who are family members. It's not genetic, but um, there can be a correlation between. And also people that have been neighbours when they were young married couples. So there's no known cause of it and there's no cure, which is the issue with MS, but there's ways to live life well, is it the case that MS impacts on individuals differently? Yeah, we call it the snowflake disease because every single person with MS is different, and where the lesions are in the brain, because that's what call, uh, the lesions are the MS, the cause of infl- inflammation. The inflammation goes down, and then the the myelin doesn't re-knit as it does in a, might possibly in other people. So it's um, it's people can have you know six lesions, 50 lesions, more lesions than that and every person is different about where the lesions are in the brain and in the spinal cord as well so it can affect some people's walking and other people are fine and they might not have any symptoms it's normally um, it's always affects one side of the body more than the other Is it one of those um, conditions where once it starts to manifest in an obvious and physical way that, that those people then start to find themselves being viewed differently than they were before, and, I, and I'm talking about the general view of disability, oh, and, yep. you know, and how employers approach mm. that, and how friends and neighbours. That transition yep. must be it's, difficult. It's really hard, and a lot of people don't. They don't have. To, if you have MS, you don't have to tell your employer you have MS. Um, if you're on the medications, then they're probably there's really no need if that's managing your MS. The thing, it's a progressive disease, but people quite often will be accused of being drunk um, because they, their walking gait is quite different, can be quite different. Um, slurring words is another really common thing, and people go, "Oh, they assume that person's drunk, and it's not. They're just taking t- longer time to process information." So with any with any disability. Um, the public are not well educated as such, and there's, um, which is not to mean that there's there's not people out there that don't that do understand what's going on. But MS is such a um, a hidden disease. You can look at someone, they look fine, and they'll you you'll be thinking you're engaging quite well with them, and it's not until they go to have a conversation with you that you realise they've missed quite a lot of the conversation because they, they need to concentrate so much harder than, than the rest of us, particularly if they have a progressive kind of the disease. And anybody that has to use a mobility aid will tell you that people treat them differently. Mm-hmm. As uh, someone who's working in the field, mm-hmm. uh, what, what is your bread and butter? What do you find yourself doing most in MS Otago? Um, most I do home visits and I run support groups. So the home visits can be just a catch-up um, and sometimes we don't talk about MS at all because they want it, they've got other things because it's only one part of your life. And I do referrals. So referrals if maybe getting an OT in or a physio in or um, some suggestions about maybe getting their ears checked or things like that. It's just a general 
a, a general check-up on people, which that probably sounds a wee bit um, stalkerish, really. I'm not really that stalkerish, but if I see something that's concerning to me, then I'll talk to the client. Um, and it's up to the individuals and what they need from me at the time. A lot of people will go, well, you can't do anything where, where actually I can, and we'll be a bit stealth like that. And advocacy, I advocate a lot on behalf of all my clients um, when it comes to writing submissions and being talking to the DCC and I'm in several groups that are, that I'm in because of my client base like Access for All to make sure that we can have better accessible places in Dunedin and Otago. Right, so in that regard, you know, <clears throat> what what are the things that you're advocating? What, what kind of changes would you like to see in our communities that better serve the, those who are with MS? Um, I'd probably, firstly, I'd like to see more awareness of it because it is really common here, and I'd also like to see the a better a better um, a better understanding, which happens through days like um, Brain Day, where we can do that, and just a lot of families, will, everybody just about in Otago and South, and knows somebody with MS. So just sit down and have a chat because it's up to the individual person what what they think is important, and that's I can't answer that for them. But for some people, it's about People fatigue is the biggest thing with MS. So people would love to go out, but they can't. So then they they keep saying no because they can't manage it, and then and then they stop that social interaction. So if you know someone with MS and they keep saying no, it's not because they don't want to go out; it's because they just don't have the energy. So change it up. Go. Can we meet for a coffee instead? You know, when's the best time of day for you? Things like that, and it can be really hard for families as well. We have a lot of conversations on this program with uh, representatives from from non-profit organisations. Emma yep. uh, is one of those. Mm-hmm. What kind of an environment do you work in in terms of access to resources, money, important things that keep your work uh, going? <laughs> um, we're funded through the Ministry of Health. So half our funding comes through the Ministry of Health, um, which is, and that has changed in recent times, like recent as recently as this year of how we get that funding has changed um, donations from the public we have investments I think I'm not sure they just I just they just pay me and I do it and I'm we do quite a lot of funding applications so so I spend quite a lot of time in central Otago so Clutha Lakes Trust um, and and Clutha yeah it's just it de- it depends. I just do. I tell work what I, I tell my manager what I'd quite like to do, and then I do it. Or they say yes, you can. There's money. Or no, they can't. Or you have to find the sources for the money, which doesn't happen that often because we have fund, people doing their funding for us. But all not for profits struggle with the getting the funding to do what you want to do. So, and people are very good. If you're a charity, they will um, help out with donations and sponsorship. I'm giving this a plug because we're having a quiz in September. Oh yes. So. Um, for it, but it's awareness week, and we like I got the lights lit up the lookout point overbridge lit up last year, and because I asked, they then asked other other charities of what colour they wanted and where their awareness week was to get that up. So that's great, getting out there and engaging with the bigger wider public. And what's your colour? Orange. Orange. Look for the orange. <laughs> Look for the orange. Absolutely. <laughs> oh well, we might have a chance to touch base again around awareness week yep. um, because no doubt you'll have some events as well and fundraising work going on yes, there as we well. Will. 
MS Momentum, uh, the program, and podcast, of course. And by podcast, what we mean there is just simply a recording of the radio mm. show, really. It means that you can access it whenever you like. So you hop on to our website, oar.org.nz, and look for MS Momentum. And you can listen to this program and previous episodes whenever you like. And there are other ways to access podcasts, too, if you're in that in that world. Um, and we've got an edition coming up today at 12 o'clock. Can you remember which, <laughs> which, what's the subject of the day? I think it's neighbor, I think it's Joy Davis and Neighbourhood Support. Ah. I think that's how that we've got to with Joy. She's fabulous. Yeah, doing great work, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's doing awesome work. And it's a fortnightly chat here on ORFM Dunedin. And as we've heard uh, Valerie say, it's uh, it's not just directly dealing with uh, the kind of conversations that mm. we've had this morning, which is kind of demystifying MS yeah. for those who are not familiar with it. It's also about um, just branching out further and seeing what else is going on in terms of uh, community-based support work and and uh, the information services that we can all benefit from. So yeah, and working with families really really important. Yeah, well, um, thanks so much for all the commitment that you're making to MS Momentum, and of course mm-hmm. to all of those in our region uh, affected by MS. Valerie, it's uh, always great to have you here in Dunedin Community House to um, touch base with, and of course to welcome into the ORFM studios. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Great, thanks. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.